What kind of self-talk goes on in your head? We'll be discussing the need for some positive self-talk today. I'm John Fuller with Dr. Danny Huerta, who leads the Focus on the Family Parenting Department. And Danny, um, how big is the need for parents to get a hold of positive self-talk versus the negative stuff? You know, it's pretty common. And there's certain personalities that are a little bit more prone to that, where oh, they're just yeah, I can see more self-critical. Uh, to begin with, uh, but it is pretty common. And I've heard some, some parents unfortunately say, uh, you know, I'm crazy, I'm stupid, I failed, very permanent negative self-talk. Sometimes it's okay to say, you know, I didn't do that so well, or this isn't going as well, and I need some help. That's that's some negative self-talk with some purpose to it mm. that, that helps you grow. And then you go to the positive self-talk from there. Okay. But the, the damaging one is when you say it so permanently. You know, mm. I'm stupid. I've messed up my kids. I'm, I'm the worst parent ever. I, uh, I'm, I'm, just, I'm, I'm just not good at this. And it, it is so permanent that it really affects the ability to change things. So uh, kind of get up into the helicopter, the traffic copter, and see the situation, get some perspective, and realize this isn't a forever thing. It's just a one-time mess-up. I can move on. Right. Okay. Right. Well, let's go ahead and turn to a conversation that Focus President Jim Daly and I had with popular podcaster and uh, author Ashley Willis, who shared how she's struggled with being kind of down on herself in her parenting. Let me ask you something, and I've seen this, you know, typically when we have moms and we're in, interviewing moms, women have such a capacity to put the guilt on themselves. Um, yes. You know, I didn't do enough. Mm-hmm. I'm the shortfall here. It's my fault. Whatever. Right. And men, I think our egos block that a bit. <laughs> We're like, ah, it's the other guy's problem, right? It's that right. person. But women just do have this capacity to say, you know what? I need to own up to it. Talk to that because to a degree that can be really healthy in the mm-hmm. Christian walk that seems very laudable. But when it goes to extreme, it becomes unhealthy. So help women understand that balance of taking on that guilt trip. Man, I can relate to this so much. And I do talk a lot about this in the book because we really need to pay attention to the, what we're believing, like our own self-talk. And I know for me personally, I've had a lot of years where I just had negative self-talk. I allowed the enemy to really get a foothold and convince me that I was completely mm-hmm. missing this whole motherhood thing. And, and, and maybe even, I mean, in the beginning, I even believed just I didn't have like the proper motherhood instincts. And so therefore, I wasn't going to really be that great of a mom. And I was just kind of sloughing along here, just trying to figure this out, even reading every book I could get my hands on. And um, and I think that I, I would speak to the mom who constantly feels like she's missing it. I would challenge her to really every day think of one thing she got right. And that's not necessarily, you know, to be conceited or anything like that, but just to look for the positive, because we do have to really be careful of really looking at ourselves and saying, am I self-assessing or am I self-condemning? Right. Because there's such a difference there. And it's good to self-assess. It's good to go to the Lord and say, Lord, you know, where am I doing well and I need to continue? And where are their blind spots? Because we all have them. We're human beings. Where can I improve as a mom? But if you're constantly believing lies and hearing yourself kind of beat yourself up saying, well, you missed that again, or I guess you let them play games too much, and that's why they're not on this certain reading level, or you know what? 
it, it's because of you that he's not potty training when everybody else is potty training or whatever it is. We do really take that on. And if that's what we're doing, it's constantly just, you know, degrading ourselves. That's not good. We yeah. need to start flipping it around and thinking about, you know, where can we improve, but also what are we doing right? Because I guarantee you every single one of us has at least one thing we're doing right. Maybe it's bringing laughter to the family. Maybe it's that you're, you're great at keeping the house organized. Maybe, you know, I mean, that's something that... Keeping I, the trains running. Keeping it right. <laughs> yeah, I didn't even right. think our boys noticed this. Yeah. And then they, they were staying somewhere else where it wasn't as organized. And they have since been like, Mom, you do so much to keep our house organized. Thank you. And that just meant the world to me. And I thought, well... I guess that isn't a waste of time. I guess that does help our family kind of keep yeah, going. Yeah, it's effort that's recognized. Exactly. So we all we all have those things, but we do need to, to think of those things. And I would even say to spouses listening, especially husbands, commend your wife on what she's doing, right? I, I can't underestimate that. Like, it's just, it means the world when you point out that we're a good mom. Like, it, it means the world. And in, in the same way, wives should do the same for their husbands. It's so true. Well, Danny, that's really good stuff from Ashley. Let's go ahead and uh, flip the coin. She talked about moms needing affirmation from their husbands. How about us dads? Why do I need encouragement from my spouse about my own parenting? Well, dads need love too, right, John? I mean, Can we do a yeah. bumper sticker? That's right. Dads I think we'll, need we'll love link too. over to the bumper sticker in the show notes. <laughs> dads need love too. I like that. I mean, it's that. very fueling. We see some, some dads that become addicted to work because they're getting so, so much positive affirmation at work and none of it at home. It's everything I'm doing wrong. You're not doing this right. You're not doing this enough. And unfortunately, I've seen that with couples. And that's because a wife is wanting more of her husband. It's not necessarily she wants to be critical. She's wanting more of him. And so we want to be different in in asking for something rather than criticizing it. What it does to a man's brain is it triggers the reward pathways of the brain, similar to uh, eating chocolate, uh, sex, all those things have that reward pathway, the uh-huh. dopamine. Yeah. And we know that phones hit that as well. Well, when you use encouraging words, that's what happens to another person. But for, for a man to know I'm competent at this and I did this one thing right, you're going to see a man that's all of a sudden energized if it's a genuine you did good at this. Yeah, I, I appreciate that. And I want to piggyback on something you observed. I've seen it. Um, I think most of us guys – uh, find it so easy to check the boxes and to to hit the targets at work. And then we go home and it's like, ah, I can't control these kids. All they're giving me is, you know, some sass and lip because I'm such a dictator and da 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 Well, uh, mom, step in. Help me. Help me. Uh, this happened last night. Uh, we had a challenging conversation, uh, one of my kids and me. My wife was in the room, silent, but she was praying for us. Mm-hmm. And afterwards, she said, you did a really good job. Oh, wow. That. I bet that was so few. That yes. really meant a whole lot to me. It's wow. like, okay, in my pride, I can overthink it, but I wasn't feeling proud about it. I was like, well, did I do okay? And mm-hmm. she's like, yes, you did really good in that encounter. I remember those moments with Heather. Yeah. I mean, when she says that one thing, oh. it's like, whoa. Yeah, thank yeah. you. Thank you. <laughs> yes. Well, we want to help you just find those fine-tuned moments and uh, have a greater effectiveness as a parent. And we have a free, full one-hour conversation with Ashley Willis that you can get. It's called Rediscovering Your Joy in Motherhood. And she'll talk about uh, many of the life lessons she's learned as a parent. And you'll find the link to that download in the show notes. It's really, really helpful. Also, be sure to get uh, Ashley's book, Peace Pirates, Conquering the Beliefs and Behaviors that Steal Your Treasure in Motherhood. It's so relatable, very practical. You've heard Ashley get the book when you make a donation of any amount to focus on the family today. 
That can be a one-time gift of any amount, or maybe you can sign up and be a monthly donor uh, to the ministry and help us produce podcasts like this and offer so many great resources to parents. Join the support team. We'll send the book to you. The details are in the show notes. Next time, we'll hear from Ashley about how she's learned to let go of trying to control her kids. For now, on behalf of Dr. Danny Huerta and the entire team, I'm John Fuller, and thanks for listening to the Focus on the Family Parenting Podcast. As a parent, it's easy to find myself sitting backseat to my kids in the backseat. It's tough to be a step ahead. In full honesty, I'm pretty hard on myself when that happens. But I've found Practice Makes Parent, a podcast from Focus on the Family, hosted by Dr. Danny Huerta and Rebecca St. James. It helps me be more intentional and not feel alone when things get tough. Everything they share is practical and well-practiced, and I can use it right away. Listen to Practice Makes Parent wherever you get your podcasts.